This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiya lah وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله أرسله الله إلى الناس كافة بشيرا ونذيرا فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أحبتي في الله أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله والإحسان فإن الله مع الذين تقوا والذين هم محسنون أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله تعالى My beloved brothers and sisters I start by praising Allah and sending blessing and salutations upon our beloved messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam إخواني في الله there is a statement that is often mentioned and it's mentioned in the Quran. Allah said it. وَلَا عُدْوَانَ إِلَّا عَلَى الظَّالِمِينَ And there is no ill feeling. There is no animosity except on the oppressors. The people that commit oppression. Where that oppression and that zulm is the worst of the worst worshipping other than Allah. Or committing oppression against the worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran teaches us that in history there were many oppressors. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught us how to deal with it. What do you do when you're oppressed? What do you do when someone else is being oppressed? And all of this is within the framework of worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and living your life the way Allah wants you to live. This world is not Jannah and it's not meant to be Jannah. And we see a lot of problems in the world. But how should we react to those problems? We see a lot of oppression in the world. How should we react to that oppression? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us or the Prophet ﷺ told us, in the Jumu'ah, in the day of Jumu'ah, we should read Surah Al-Kahf. In Surah Al-Kahf, ikhwani fillah, 
we have to ask ourselves why. And there are many, many, many benefits in reading this particular surah and the stories that are in it. But I want to highlight an aspect of it. And that aspect is that there are several stories mentioned in, that, in, in, in Surah Al-Kahf. In the beginning, it is about the people who the, store, the surah is named after, the young men from the cave, Ashab Al-Kahf, who were living under a ruler who hated Muslims and Islam to the point where they had to flee. They couldn't take what was happening in society. They couldn't speak out because they were a minority and they fled to a cave and Allah saved them put them to sleep until that era changed for 300 and plus years. They hated it with their hearts. That's what they could do at that time. And so they did, that's what they did. They hated the kufr and the shirk and the zulm that was happening and they left. Why did they leave? Because if they didn't leave, they would have been prosecuted. And that's the nature of this world. As believers, our legacy, if we look back from Prophet Muhammad sallallahu all the way to the first messenger, the believers and those that stand up for truths, Allah tests them. And among those tests include when Allah tests you with oppressors. And when you see oppression, at the very least, you should hate it with your heart. And then Allah tells us about another story, the story of the two gardens. A man who enjoyed life who Allah has blessed with wealth and a beautiful garden to the point where he, he denied Allah. He refused to do shukr to Allah and he denied the hereafter. And a man came to him and said, The man spoke to him. This time we have an example of a person speaking out against evil, not only hating it with their heart. Then towards the end of the surah, Allah tells us about Dhul Qarnayn, a king, a powerful man who spread the earth with justice because he had the ability to enforce justice. So these are the levels that the Prophet taught in the famous hadith, Man ra'a minkum munkara. Whoever amongst you sees evil, let him change it with his hand, like Dhul Qarnayn was doing. If you can't do that, speak out against it, like the man of the gardens. If you can't do that, at the very least, hate it within your heart. Be bothered by it. Have some feelings for your Muslim brothers. In Surah Al-Buruj, Allah teaches us about an evil man. Cursed were the people of the ditches. What did they do? This qissa, this man, again, oppressing believers. They were sitting and watching. Burning believers alive. Why? وَمَا نَقَمُوا مِنْهُمْ إِلَّا أَنْ يُؤْمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ الْعَزِيزِ الْحَمِيدِ And the only reason they were doing this is because they dared. They dared to believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah mentions a promise to those that oppress, especially those that oppress others because they believe in Allah and they say they are Muslims. Those who are causing fitna, oppressing, killing, hurting the believers, Allah promised them adabul hariq. They will be burnt in the hellfire. Why am I talking about oppression, Ikhwani Fillah? Today's khutbah is dedicated to your brothers and sisters, my brothers and sisters. And there's Alhamdulillah a national campaign where we are talking about 
the Uyghurs that the Chinese authorities have been oppressing for decades and decades and it's only getting worse. They are labeled extremists because they pray. Their mosques are abolished. Their mushafs are burnt. They are changing their faith, ensuring that the children that are growing up, every generation, know less and less about Islam. They're trying to eradicate them. World organizations are calling it a genocide because it is. Ikhwani fillah, they are our brothers. Imagine if I came to you and decided to cut your leg off. You would fight as hard as you can to ensure that doesn't happen. When the Prophet said that the ummah is like one body, are we really? Are we really? Do we even deserve the title of an ummah, ikhwani fillah? Now, the purpose of my message today, to myself first of all and to all of you, ikhwani fillah, is are we truly doing enough? Now you might be wondering, well, Shaykh, what can we do against a whole government, powerful government? What can we do? Allah is the all-powerful, ikhwani fillah. Have we been making enough dua, praying enough qunut, raising enough awareness, talking about it? Every one of us is on social media. How often have you decided upon yourself to share the message of what's happening to them? How often have you decided to yourself to educate yourself on what's happening? How much do you know about what's happening in all over the world to our Muslim brothers? Why do we not care? Why is it that we can't do more than our 9 to 5? What happened to the Ummah Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Allah praised us and said, Kuntum khayra Ummah. You are the best of nations. Do you know why we are supposed to be the best of nations? Ta'muruna bil ma'rufi wa tanhawna anil munkari wa tu'minuna billah. It is an honor to be among the people of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But that honor that we enjoy comes with a responsibility to call out evil for what it is. To call out evil for what it is, to stand up against it with the levels that we mentioned. Now maybe we cannot be like Dhul-Qurnayn today. But those that have as much authority as they can, they should use that authority. And Allah will ask them about it. But for us, what can we do for our brothers? That should be the question. And let's start with the basics. First things first, ikhwani fillah. Do not allow yourself to live your life uneducated about what's happening to your brothers, locally or globally, nationally or internationally. What are you doing with your time? If it is the same irresponsibility that one, when he has an infestation, a wound infesting, and he doesn't care for it, doesn't check up on it. If we truly are one body, what's happening in Palestine, what's happening to the Uyghurs, what's happening to the Muslims all over the world should be something you care about. And we know we can't trust the media because they are very selective in what they show you. Do your own research. Have some initiative. I felt embarrassed. Wallahi. I felt embarrassed how little I know what was going on. When my brothers and sisters are being killed, are being prosecuted, at the very least, know about what's going on. So that you can actually make some specific dua for them. Some specific dua for them. A dua an bahr al ghaib. They don't know we're making dua for them. So let's start doing that, ikhwani fillah. أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين 
والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين إخواني في الله There's a few things that we have to understand Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees everything knows everything and when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows the ظالمين the oppressors to continue the oppression it is just going to be worse for them on the day of judgment they are just increasing in their own punishment as for the people that the oppression is happening against I ask Allah to grant them shahada I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to alleviate the difficulty I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to reward them for their sabr this is not the first time this happened read the Quran it happened to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Mecca it happened to the Banu Israel it happened to many of the prophets that came before and their umam it is not something new. It happened to the Ashab al-Ukhdud that were told to enter into the fire. To enter into the fire. So it's nothing new, ikhwani fillah. And for the person that is going through it, I ask Allah to grant them sabr. Afrigh alayhim sabr. For those of us that alhamdulillah have it better, it is our responsibility to, to at the very least, ikhwani fillah, take these three points away. Number one, don't allow yourself to be ignorant of how your brothers and Mus- your Muslim brothers and sisters are doing in the world. And that could be being ignorant of your own neighbor, or it could be someone on the other side of the world, because the dunya really is a village today. Don't allow yourself to not know about that. Because when you know, you probably do something. And maybe in this message right now, with this many thousands of people, among us is the one that will speak out. Among us is the Dhul Qarnayn that we need. But we first have to what? Speak. And we can't speak if we do not know. The second point, Ikhwani Fillah, is support the organizations that are involved in spreading awareness and raising awareness. Volunteer for them. Help them. Aid them, donate to them. Because if they're doing the khayr, then we support them. This is what Muslims do. We have to do ta'awun. The Prophet wasallam, the way he described the Muslims, if only we were like that, ikhwani fillah. And we need to have clean hearts. Want good for each other. Apply the sunnah of our Prophet wasallam in every aspect of our lives. Do you really think if the Sahaba were alive today, that they would be completely ignorant and careless about what's happening in the world. Now, look at the hikmah of our deen. We have been given stages. Why is the heart so important, do you think, ikhwanifillah? Because the moment you stop caring, you stop getting bothered by it, this is a sign that your heart is not pure. That your heart is not pure. We need to reignite and heal our hearts. And then on top of that, ikhwanifillah, we need to go to the next level and speak out and support those that are speaking out. And I call upon all of you, Ikhwani Fillah, the campaigns that are uh, for our brothers and sisters, specifically now for the Uyghur uh, Muslims, support them, aid them, make private dua for them, make communal dua for them. Whatever you can do, do. And remember, Allah is watching us, Allah is watching how we react, Allah is watching how they react, and Allah is watching the 
oppressors. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala an ya'khudha ha'ula'a al-zalama. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to seize them. Akhda azizin muqtadir. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to aid our brothers. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bi asma'ihi al-husna wa sifatihi al-ula. I ask Allah to give us a tawfiq, to be strong enough to speak out, to be strong enough to bring about good change and to aid our brothers and sisters and at the very least to keep our hearts pure enough that we are busy with the situation and hoping to change the situation of our beloved, beloved brothers and Muslims. صلوا على نبيكم كما امركم الله تعالى حيث قال ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد وارض اللهم عن خلفائي الاربع ابي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن سائر الصحابه والتابعين ومن تبعهم باحسان الى يوم الدين اللهم لا تفرق جمعنا هذا الا بذنب مغفور وسعي مشكور عمل متقبل مبرور اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم نصر المسلمين المستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم نصر الإخواننا في فلسطين وإخواننا في الصين اللهم نصرهم اللهم نصرهم اللهم نصرهم وأفرق على قلوبهم صبرا وثبت أقدامهم يا رب العالمين وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقيم الصلاة this recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.